All right. Welcome back, listeners. And uh, I am Tex, your DM. As always, we are going to pick up where we left off last time. Anybody want to give us a recap? Uh, sure, I'll do it. Um, so last time we found ourselves back to ourselves in the cellar after um, having little adventures. And we found a shrine that depicted the big cherry blossom tree and had some spheres in the wall and there were some candles and Yulby took care of all that stuff and it turned out there was some sort of blessing from gods happening here, which was great. Um, except Callie said no and left. And then Zug shortly thereafter also left and then we went to sleep. And then we just woke up. <laughs> and that's basically where we left off. <laughs> <laughs> There's more description in there, but just to, pretty, you know, go back and, and listen to it. It's a great story. Pretty, pretty solid. Pretty solid. <laughs> there was bread well, There was a fancy book. There was. Uh, yeah. There was also there's also uh, Zug and Callie. You know, admitting that they're going to watch each other's backs now. Oh yeah, there was there yeah. a little team building moment there. And uh, <laughs> you'll be might have seen something really interesting happen, but. Go listen and find yeah, out. Nobody else is there to verify the story, so. <laughs> if you'll be seeing something in the middle of the forest and no one's around to see it. <laughs> Did it actually happen? <laughs> that depends on if you'll be tells anybody because I don't think she's the best liar. Let me check that deception. Well, you see, <laughs> there's, there's a line between lying and. Entirely forgetting to relay the information. <laughs> or the, the lie between lying and the people just don't believe that you're telling the truth. <laughs> uh, there's that too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright. So we pick up the morning of everybody's doing their morning routines and uh, the rooster is slowly starting to die down off in the I say it's a rooster, but it's uh, this is like a fantasy setting. So we'll make it like a lizard rooster, just because that sounds more interesting than a regular can, chicken. Can, can, can I can Zug see this chicken lizard thing? When you moved to where you are currently doing your ritual, yes. Okay, so he is a hundred percent. As this thing keeps going, he's just gonna grumble, and then he's going to cast message and this rooster lizard thing just hears a very heavy orcish voice like whispering in its ear you can be quiet now it's morning (laughs) (laughs) and uh, as you do this you hear the crowing stop for a second and then it's quiet for a few seconds turns into minutes and then it starts to crow again. Uh, I tried. <laughs> so he's gonna like as he gets up after doing his uh, morning, his you know morning little prayer song ritual thing. Uh, he gets up and he feels the, uh, I guess he feels the looking glass uh, in his uh, in his pouch because he, he forgot he put it back there. He's going to. Um, I guess take a look at that book, figuring you'll be still doing whatever she's doing in the cellar. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that about this time is actually when you'll be would be coming up because of how long it normally takes to do your morning ritual there. She'd actually be coming up out of the cellar as you start looking through this book, and it just it this is just a really old book. People have taken notes in. I mean, I figure a ritual book should have some kind of magic to it, wouldn't it? So, when you look at this, it's as if the magic in it has dissipated. Ah. There's a faint, faint feel of magic there, but it's like it's been expended or dissipated. Dusty old tome is just a dusty old tome. Might have some value or secrets to benefit from later. Yeah, stick it back in his uh, backpack. Mm-hmm. There you go. And when Callie sees you'll be walk up, just look over. Oh, good morning. Good morning. I have a question. Do you remember seeing a dragon on the mural down there? I'm pretty sure if we would have seen a dragon, we'd remember it. Um, They're kind of big. No, she said on the mural, as in, you know, in the picture. I don't remember seeing one, no. I think it'd still be pretty big if it was in the picture, but yeah, I don't remember seeing a dragon. Okay. And then she'll just go on as her normal business. Do, do you remember seeing a dragon? Yes, I did. And then it wasn't there. And I looked at it. And I looked at it this morning. It still wasn't there. So I guess there wasn't a dragon. Yes, perhaps it was um a trick of the light. There were three really weird candles. Hey, Zach. Well, it's definitely the, definitely the area of the primordial gods to have weird things. I. She will then shrug. I don't know that the, uh, the gods that came after are any more uh, predictable. <laughs> Just it depends on where they are pulling their people and their domains. They all have their quirks. Oh, and Gilby is going to hand her back the uh, looking glass. Ah, thank you. And then she'll put it in whatever pocket or bag she puts things in. Are we ready to go, or are we going to... I think we're ready. The only thing I could think of would maybe be breakfast. Here you'll be like ready to just walk and eat at the same time. <laughs> well, I mean, actual like meat for breakfast, but I guess we can just go with the rations and move. Is that? It seems like Jack's all disappointed now. <laughs> you Dang, I, just gotta eat nuts. I can't have I can't have any good meats. What the heck? Is that not the point of taking rations with you on a journey? I mean, it does. It, it, it's more of like if you don't have another option, it's 
generally better to have a warm meal than, you know, a cold meal you keep in your backpack, but I guess you can kind of go either way with it. So, when you adventure, you buy food to keep in your bag and not eat. I mean, have you eaten your rations yet? Um, I ate some of them beforehand. Try to try eating them for about two months straight. You'll want meat. Yolby just thinks about this and be like, oh, well, I'll eat whatever I have. Doesn't matter if it's rations for two or three or six months straight. That's fine. Not to mention a ration of six months straight, so it kind of shivers a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just kind of like looks between them and like tucks the rations she had already started pulling out of her bag like back into her bag so here's what here's what I want you to do before you do that roll me a uh, what would be a good roll for that let's see I tell you what, roll me a uh, survival. Oh, you're digging no, through no, your I rations. I said she was putting, like, she had started to open her bag to pull out her rations, and she was, then, like, Zug was like, oh, no, that's not what we do. And she's like, oh, that's not. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Go ahead and roll that survival. Well, Callie really loves her fours. <laughs> Yep. Was it really a four? It's really her favorite number. I don't know how to tell you. Well then. I guess it's not it's not fun, but okay. I mean you roll it, you look through it, nothing looks appetizing. You put it up. She like look over I mean we can go Sorry, go ahead. Breakfast hunting. I mean, you look like you're pretty good with uh, hunting, if you take a stab at it. So much work in the morning. As y'all are speaking, that lizard chicken runs across the room. How far away? About 60 feet. <laughs> About 60 feet. Hmm. Do I try? I think I try. Well, while he thinks about it, you'll be just gonna, like, pick up her axe and go after this lizard chicken because that's the first thing she's seen. <laughs> and an easy catch, maybe. <laughs> that is the greatest... That is the greatest sight ever. Um, so, because it's 60 feet away, I do have disadvantage on this throw. Um, okay. But... That was an 11 on the die, so a 16 to throw a dagger at this uh, lizard chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's a 16. He just... That definitely hits the <laughs> <laughs> Like a 5 AC. <laughs> Let me get a D4. <laughs> Don't. It only had one health. <laughs> well, I got a 6, so... I... Please tell me Yobi gets up to it and hits it anyway. <laughs> he 
He just threw a dagger at it. It's already dead. She doesn't need to cut it up some more. We're not going to lose more meat of this lizard chicken. I just thought breakfast. I was just sitting here like in my mind's eye, like her getting so excited and like running up and like it's already down and she just <laughs> hits it anyway. I mean, if there's a second lizard chicken around, like right next to it, she'll go for it. But otherwise, if it's already dead, she'll just pick it up and come back and be like, look, it's dead. I just arrived and here it is. <laughs> here it is dead with Zug's dagger sticking out of the side of it. <laughs> Slightly disappointed that she didn't get to kill it. Uh, and his, his remark after the dagger like sinks into it and dies I told you it's morning you can be quiet now <laughs> Callie's gonna look confused at him I'm a little concerned <laughs> when you'll be bringing the chicken back it's just right then dude be there if you know how to prepare it Looking mostly to Zug because he was the one who insisted on stopping for fresh meat. <laughs> so Zug is like patting at his pockets, like, no, that's not. Uh, well, that's that's unfortunate. So I thought I had a tinderbox. I, I can light a fire. That'll work. Yeah, you'll be just holding up the chicken by the lizard chicken, sorry, by the neck and holding it up to Zug. <laughs> like, you're kill, you get to do it. Okay, he's gonna grab the dagger and, like, take the lizard chicken and, <laughs> I guess, skin it and gonna go cook it over a fire. Callie <laughs> will gather some of the destroyed wood or whatever and use process vegetation to light a small campfire. That's something that spell can do. So. That is a fun spell. I've always mm -hmm. loved that spell. So it's just... You'll be got all ready with a tinder yeah. box too. <laughs> it's like prepares a <laughs> little pile of wood and Yulby's over here like getting out her tinder box and Kelly just like snap fire. <sighs> it's the second thing already this morning that <laughs> she couldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she did state aloud that she was going to start the fire. That's on Yulby for not listening to her. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Yulby's geez. just going to sit back on the ground. <laughs> and then so pat yeah, the he's... ground. Yulby's not used to having competent ca uh, companions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess Zug's going to kind of like sit there with this, uh, this the lizard chicken. Uh, he's kind of like looking. And he just gonna, he's just going to shrug and kind of have it on the dagger and like hanging it over the fire to cook it. Beautiful. It's not, it's not cooked very well, I'd say it's right now. It's a little bit rare. <laughs> Lizard chicken's kind of tough. I don't know that I want to eat rare chicken, but you know, Callie wouldn't know better, so it's fine. I mean, it's not rare, it's just like not completely warm all the way through. Oh no. Yobi would... If handed a piece and it wasn't warm all the way through, Yulby would just stick it in some more in the fire to be like, burn it some more. <laughs> if it ain't crispy, she ain't gonna eat it. <laughs> Don't want food poisoning, no thanks. 
<laughs> but I guess yeah, if everybody, he's, he's gonna uh, just cook this thing up and cut it into three pieces and give each of them a piece. It's also good to oh, yeah. conserve rations in case you really need them down the road. So when food is plentiful and annoying, you can take advantage of it. I suppose that does make sense. Um, thank you for your wisdom. Now, is it cooked all the way, or is you'll be going to have to burn it? Is my question. Oh yeah, no, you've, it's cooked. No, it, so when you cook this, when you cut this thing into three pieces, you have in equal pieces you have the tail, and then down the middle is half. So essentially, each person would get a leg, a breast, and a wing. And then the, whoever gets the tail, which is almost completely meat, but except for a really skinny uh, fiber-like bone that goes to the center of it. I'm sorry. My brain, after a lizard with a leg, a breast, and a wing, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, My brain just like, that's not right. <laughs> oh, we managed to cook and eat this thing. Woohoo. It's it's uh it's it's almost reminiscent of a uh, Velociraptor. Uh, this looks <laughs> feathers and all. Cool. You'll be will decimate her piece and then be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Callie as well, like snapping right. her fingers yeah. to make the fire go out. Because precipitation can light or stuff. Smoke it. Mm-hmm. This is very nice spell to have. Well, now, I will ask this out of character for all y'all. How many of you remember how much further y'all had to go until you got to the War Beast? Um, I remember we went down the road less traveled. That was the thing. I do remember that. Uh-huh. Um, hold on, hold on, check my notes. It was a c- couple hours in before we got to this little shack. Uh-huh. Which ended up costing y'all a day, because it, uh things happen. Mm, nope. I don't know how far away it was. Alright. So, if I have to, I can retcon this later, because I don't remember myself for the most part. <laughs> I know the exact length, but I don't remember how much longer y'all had to go. So, we'll say, from this point, traveling by foot would be about 12 hours. Okay. Yes. So like a day and some change. Yes. Typically. And that's by foot. Yep. So we uh, clean up and start off. I think you'll uh, be will pull mm-hmm. out her whistle and just blow it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. When you blow this whistle, of course, no sound happens. But then, as if out of thin air, standing next to Yulby, is an extremely large Clydesdale horse. And it is golden. Describe your horse name. It is a golden war horse. I'm pretty sure I decided on that color. 
Or was it white? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was white with gold armor. Ah, yes. Really white with gold armor. Uh, here she will look at the party and be like, look, this is Banana Nut. And she will happily go pet the horse. The horse whinnies. <laughs> so, I gotta think. Does Zug think that she fed us a chunk of the horse disguised as bread, or is the horse made out of bread? <laughs> oh, so you learned some magic to summon animals? No, I got this whistle. She will show the whistle. Your whistle summons animals? No, just banana nut. And she'll motion to the horse. I see. Well, that is uh, quite useful. Um, can I look around and see? We're on like a, a farm. Is there like an old cart or anything around? Because there's one horse and three people. Well, give me a perception as you look around. is nineteen. Nineteen. Something right. in the math is wrong. No, it's not nineteen. It's supposed to be sixteen. So, the math is weird. It's sorry. Yeah. 16. The math is weird. Okay. It's fine. Sixteen. I mean you still beat the check anyway. Alright. So as you look around You'll actually uh, see a couple of busted up carts. And between the two carts, there is maybe enough to get one working cart. Just gonna kind of like glance around and then look back to Yulby and just, well, we could fashion a cart and have your horse pull it and move a lot faster. She will look at the other two and then Banana Nut. And then I guess in the directions where Callie saw the carts, and you're like, hmm, that would be faster, wouldn't it? And then she'll go off to <laughs> the carts to try to start pulling them apart to put together into one whole cart. Alright, does anyone help her with this? Because yes. it was her idea, I mean, so it feels rude. Alright. With the assist, since Yulby started, Yulby gets an intelligence check with advantage. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> to see if she can take apart these carts and build one out of it. Oh boy. Well. <laughs> no! <laughs> And a four. Oh my god. So at advantage, that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're taking these carts apart, you're not really being very mindful of the pieces. <laughs> you, you you're you're able to with with the help of the others, you're able to put a cart together. 
but this cart only fits one person. <laughs> it's almost like a wagon. It only fits one person. Is this one of those you walk up and like just tap it and it falls over in a, in a big pile? No. It seems super sturdy. It's just because of how many pieces got broke in the process of trying to put these two carts together. It only fits one person. And there was like seven wheels, but now there's only two. And you're like, where did the wheels go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this thing's like a rickshaw at this point. If it's one person. <laughs> well, I suppose uh, that didn't work out quite the way I intended it to. Yobi's over here looking all proud at this thing that she made. <laughs> well, with our our Yobi cart here, uh, we're still looking at 12 hours of walking. No. With the big ass horse and the one person cart the three of you could technically go by horse and cart yeah Yulby's gonna just start hooking the cart up to banana nut <laughs> look at the other two I was like well someone's either sitting on somebody's lap in there or someone's riding back seat on horse and she's gonna hop up onto <laughs> banana nut <laughs> to lead the horse <laughs> Callie looks at Zug, very unsure, <laughs> trying to figure out what he's thinking. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, well, I'm not sure which is the better option here. <laughs> I could tell you I'm not com I'm not very comfortable on horseback. That's all I could tell you. Why don't you go ahead and take the cart for now, and if we have to switch later, we can figure that out on the road. We've already uh, spent enough time here this morning. Okay, we'll do that. I'll climb up on the back behind you, Obi. He's going to climb into the cart. Right. It's probably a little rickety. He's not used to riding in carts or horses. It shakes a little <laughs> bit. The wheels are... Maybe one of the wheels is slightly loose. It leans over and tightens the bolt. Well, it's more like, up. you know, you climb up a ladder and you're like really shaky on the ladder. So I imagine that's how Zug is. It's not, he's not familiar with this kind of travel at all. <laughs> you about the chariot, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think in Yolby's uh, construction may have added a bit of her rope to it as like kind of a seatbelt. She's like, hmm, yes, this is <laughs> I mean, she was who she is. Uh, chariot doesn't sound too far out of her realm. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what she thinks. She's she's picturing she's thinking cart, but she's picturing yeah. the chariots. She's like Okay, this is what I got. Yeah, I know what those look like. <laughs> oh boy. I love it. Okay, we start off down the path. 
making our way. Make your way. To the war horse. War beast. Travel. <laughs> so you travel for a couple hours. You could see this 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 structure of the war beast slowly creeping up and getting larger and larger as you go. And after a couple hours, I'm gonna need three of you to make perception checks. Sun's out, right? Yes, it is. This is a very comfortable, Mid comfortable morning. Ride in this car. Oh, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> is it? It's a beaten up old road that hasn't been traveled. You're in a, 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 a chariot style <laughs> cart that was haphazardly put together. <laughs> oh boy. Um, is it a sight based perception check by chance? It is a sight based perception check. That will be a 13 for you'll be. That's a 21. 13. The road is far too rough. <laughs> Because that's a three. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 All right. So Zug sees nothing. He he's focusing solely on trying to stay in the cart as it drives down the road. He's a pretty big. He's a pretty big orc in a <laughs> chariot, so I can imagine it being a little difficult. <laughs> so you'll be trying to focus on keeping the the. Keeping banana nut on the road and moving forward, because <laughs> I expect that she's probably only ridden a horse a couple times in her life. Almost. Up. And granted, this horse being what it is, is is essentially doing what is told anyway. Is just focusing on staying on the horse. Oh, most definitely. And she's also in chainmail on this horse. It's 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 an experience <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and. But Callie will see it. We're gonna need to devise and, a better system uh, for using this horse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel as if with Callie seeing this, it's like she's just sitting on the back of the horse. Like she, this is an everyday thing. But considering where she's from, she's probably never even been on a yeah, horse before. Yeah, you know, maybe like her arms are around Yulby more or less like instinctively. Like she didn't necessarily mean to be hugging Yulby, but. Like, there was nowhere else to hold on. <laughs> right, so it's like, all of Yulby's efforts to stay on the horse, Callie is just kind of receiving that passively. <laughs> <laughs> and off in the distance, in the direction you're traveling, you can vaguely see the outlines of a few uh, covered wagons. Are they moving? They seem to be stationary, and they're not far from the war- from the silhouette of the war okay. beast. Uh, with with y'all traveling by horse and buggy now, technically, uh, <laughs> you've actually increased your uh, your speed, and uh, you actually within the next four to five hours you will reach the war okay. beast. I'll tell the others. Um, it does seem as though there are already some people visiting the war beast I see covered carts up ahead you'll be does it's a not squint. a commonly visited thing right <laughs> as far as to We're y'all's on the road knowledge less traveled mm-hmm. well, yeah but I mean <laughs> somebody could come from the other direction where it's more traveled mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's it's probably not a good sign if people are there. 
We should probably slow down and approach with caution. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, slow down. And after a few more hours of travel, you're you're getting there and you're you're I mean, you can fully make out these wagons now. There's about six of them, all of y'all without having to roll anything. And uh, you actually underestimated the size of the war beast, and this thing towers over everything. From from four, five six hours away, it doesn't look this big, but as you've gotten closer to it, it's uh, to when you're standing there in front of it, it's like uh, looking up at a fifty story building. Fifty stories. This thing and. And what you see, it's so. What you see is the uh, agape mouth of a giant mechanical beast. It's the only opening you can see, and it's got it, it's like it's uh, the front front feet of a of a four legged animal have been crouched down in pounce mode, and this the mouth of this thing is open wide. And the top crown of one of the shoulders of this war beast is uh, the highest point about 40 to 50 stories up. So this thing is not like on its back. It's like partially standing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a cat crouched in pounce mode. It's kind of the position it's in with its mouth open. What about the wagons? They just chilling nearby? Yeah, they they seem to be mm-hmm. circled up, but uh, from as far away as you are, you haven't started noticing any any movement or anything. I'm still not liking the empty wagons. Hey. It could have also been eaten by the war beast. I, Look at that mouth; it's huge. I don't think it eats things. Um. You'll be. Do you think you could use some of your magics to see if there's anything around, like that little mirror of yours, or the um, the thing where you can tell if there are gods or whatever creatures? Good. Yeah. Sure. She will like carefully take her time to like get into her pocket to get the little thing because she's riding banana nut. She's like, I don't want to fall off the horse. Um, and take a look with the little mirror first. <laughs> Alright. So, as you look around uh, with this, uh, this mirror, or magnifying glass, technically, and um, you look around and nothing seems to be like different or uh, magical in nature other than the war beast giving off this faint uh, like magical aura Mm -hmm. and then in little bits and sections of these uh, these wagons 
not very big sections that you can tell from this far away. They're just little blips of magic. So relay that there's some stuff on the war beast thing, and then like little speckles of magic happening off the wagons. But then she'll do the divine sense thing. Of course, you feel that that uh, so when you do divine sense, you feel the the for some reason again you feel a uh, the aura of some some higher beings, the celestial beings nearby, and then uh, in the direction of the uh, the war beast, there's a concentration of what feels like the normal fey. Like the the fate, the sense of fey that you get when you do this, and uh, some regular magic users in that direction. Um, are we traveling slow enough for Zug to get off of the cart and investigate these uh, covered wagons? If you want to get that close to him, you can. I thought we were up. I thought we were already I up with you. Uh, y'all were about an hour's. Walk away oh no, it. Divine Sense wouldn't work with the carts that far away, my dude. No, it it's, it's within 60 feet. I don't think we're that close. Yeah, it's pretty short range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were like coming up on them at this then, point. Fuck it. Oops. Yeah. Will, then, you know what? I retcon. Y'all are within about 50 feet of these things. Just because for... for Future reference. Okay. Here we go. Um. Zach still wants to get down and investigate one of these things, so we go in slow enough he can get down without mm-hmm. doing any kind of like crazy checks. Oh okay. yeah. So roll me an investigation as you start in checking out these wagons. I think you'll be just gonna look around real confused when she's picking up all the phase celestial business going on she's like where is it coming from <laughs> uh, so that's a 21 for Zug to investigate this first card he comes up to you. 21 so Zug investigating you've got you'll be confused what is our, our best girl doing well, I would argue, yeah, there's two girls on the team best girl um you're both best girl. <laughs> she is going to cast, especially since we're coming up on all these fey creatures and things that we're supposed to be re- looking into, she's going to cast Sea Invisibility on herself, which lasts for an hour. Okay. Um, Alright. Uh, do you have to do anything? For the duration, you see invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. Ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know it did that part. Alright. That come in handy. Alright, so with your 21 investigation, you actually go around, and it looks like there's been signs of battle around these carts. And you, there's a few uh, a few soldiers, what looks like maybe mercenaries, in uh, this deep red and uh, purple uh, plate leather armor that are uh, laying dead on the ground. And there's a couple what looks like cultists that have been killed in the area. And on these wagons, 
you will see this a very familiar symbol and uh, it's something that you saw back in the city and it is an abyssal kind of the abyssal farmer symbol sweet the abyssal farmers strike again <laughs> they are farmers dun 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 anyway um <laughs> there needs to be like an organ that does that. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. I can't do that with my voice. But yes. No, I'll just ask Ginge. <laughs> <laughs> we just need one little bit, please. Just, just one bit. <laughs> Every time the missile farmers show up, that place. Yes, please. It'd <laughs> be perfect. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> so yeah. Callie is going to kind of follow along with Zug, but kind of keep her distance a little bit. She's just trying to look around these carts to see if her seeing of invisibility picks up anything. So if there's magic right. in these things, what am I finding that's magic? All right, so you don't see anything, and it looks like some of the... Uh, uh, you're looking around the signs of battle, and all of the cultists are armed with like daggers and uh, like uh, jagged scimitars and stuff like that. But uh, two or three of these uh, abyssal farmers, these mercenaries, uh, don't look like they are armed with anything. Now, what what Callie sees, Callie will actually see uh, very fancy glass-like weapons laying on the ground near these bodies. And that is the magic. Can I pick up one of them? Invisible weapons. You sure can. Does it look and feel just like a regular weapon? It does. So when you pick it up and look at it, it's like this um, translucent green uh, short sword with uh, a gold gilded uh, hilt and cross guard. Checks to see if I'm proficient in short side. <laughs> I think that's just a basic, simple weapon. Yeah, there are simple weapons. Yeah. Visible mm-hmm. <clears throat> weapons, I like. Okay. <laughs> You have invisible armor. <laughs> How many of the these short swords can I find? You can see it. You find two short swords and a spear made of the same material. Beautiful. Um, I'll pick these up and kind of look around at my companions. I'm not sure where Yulby is. I was like, was nearish. Yulby is sitting proudly on banana nut and kind of practicing horse riding. She's going to get it down. She wants to so bad. Just trying to trot around in a circle practicing. I was like, I will get this down. (laughs) I found some invisible weapons. What? Holds up what looks like she's just holding up air because they're invisible weapons. You'll be able to like squint to make sure she's trying to see right because it is 
data. <laughs> Hop off banana nut leads over to the group just to like look at it. It's like, no, you have air. No, t- t- here. Like, holds it up to like where the handles will be about at the spot where you will be would presumably try to reach forward. She'll do that smirk thing, like, I know you're playing with me, but I'll play along, and she will go to reach for it. <laughs> she grabs the hilt of the sword sword. She will be surprised. It's it's a short sword, so that's, it's about, like, we'll gesture where the end of the sword is. So you hope he has an idea and doesn't accidentally cut something. All I gotta say is that seems very dangerous. <laughs> uh, there's also a spear and a and another short sword. Uh, I don't know that they'll be useful or not, but perhaps we should keep them on us just in case they will be useful up ahead. Yeah, all so weapons are good. To carry extra weapons. on those bodies that you pick those up from you will find a uh, uh, you'll find a couple of empty scabbards and then a uh, what looks like a, um, a back wrap kind of like what they would mount a spear to on their back on one of these on these bodies are the scabbards invisible too okay <laughs> no they're they're made of this deep red leather remembering the deep red pedestals from the other day and now I'm like hmm but that's okay um cool so go and get these scabbards and put the short swords in the scabbards so that they're no longer invisible or at least people know where the sword is uh alright so when you put these short swords in the scabbards the hilts become visible and they use these very ornate gilded gold hilts Gilby will frown. Like, man, if they stayed invisible the entire time, you can get into those places where they tell you, no, you can't bring your weapons inside here. Do you go into those places frequently? Not frequently, but I've been told once or twice that I could show them. You know, I never quite understood the point of that, as... As a magic user, I can do just as much damage with my hands free as you can with a sword. Ruby will shrug. I can't tell you what they're thinking. She'll get the wrap and put the wrap around (laughs) the spear to see if it also appears. It does. This spear, it has the gla- the this uh, this clear translucent uh, green blade on the end of it, and this it looks like an ordinary wooden, uh, uh, I guess, what's the word for that uh, shaft technically, on the end of this thing, but entwined around it is this long strand of gold wire, and it wraps around the the end of the uh, the blade that attaches it and attaches the blade to the to the shaft of this spear. 
it's safe to assume these weapons are magical in nature, so I suppose we should keep them on us. Like, starts looking toward the war beast to figure out if, like, how they're gonna enter it, or if she sees any movement toward the entrance or any of that business. Kind of like trying to like be like, okay, this is this. Let's move on. Is that sort of the vibe that she's giving off here? No, no. You'll be able to take the spear. We'll yeah. assume the short swords will go to you guys. Goody, because I don't have spear proficiency. <laughs> I believe spears are simple weapons as well. Are they? He doesn't have, have simple weapons. weapon proficiency. Oh. Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Swords are just not me either. <laughs> so, as you stare at the open mouth of the war beast, the little twig man, who has been quiet and patient on Yulby's shoulder this entire time, begins to shiver and shake violently as he points at the hole opening of this war beast. Yulby will pat his little tiny head. And that is where we will stop. Uh, <laughs> the poor little buddies is going to be sad. <laughs> I don't even know if he eats. He doesn't have to. He's a fae. Cultist, invisible weapons. This is abyssal farmers. Like fun. Abyssal farmers. Abyssal farmers with invisible weapons. Yep. They have a lot of gold in them. Like, I feel like there's some sort of there. There's something happening here, but I don't know enough about anything to know what's happening. I have a question. <laughs> if I just break <laughs> yes. off the slicey part off of the spear. Would that be like a wizard staff? And I could just give that to the wizard? <laughs> Technically, it is a quarter staff with a, with a pointy end on the end of it. Oops. If you're going to be technical yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do have quarter staff proficiency, but not spear. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our little adventure there. Uh, we do like to hear from you all, and a good place to do that would be in our Discord. We also would like to hear, you know, where you're listening to, how you're listening, maybe a little bit about you there. So Discord's a very good place for that. I've been trying to play some games in there on occasion, see if we can get people in there for some fun outside of the storyline. If you would like to join in, that'd be a good time for everybody involved, I think. Thank you once again for listening to it.